0: Welcome to the Creative Soulful Living Podcast, Episode 8. You are going to love today's episode. I have such a special guest. Do you feel like you're on a hamster wheel, just going through the mundane? Are you striving for comfort and calm, but you just don't know quite how to do it? And do you strive for it in your home and for your family and for yourself? Today, I'm talking with Danish-American lifestyle expert and author Stephanie Peterson. In Stephanie's latest book, American Cozy, she talks about how all of us can use the Danish art of hygge in everything from our homes to entertaining to just living our daily lives. So, it's time to get comfortable and listen in to Stephanie. Oh, and Stephanie lives in New York City and has practiced the art of finding comfort in her bustling city. If she can do it there, it can be done anywhere. Welcome to the Home for Creative Soulful Living, the Creative Soulful Living Podcast. I'm Alyssa Foy of Breezy Green Home and of breezygreenhome.com. Listen in as I share my knowledge and tips from simple natural living to home decor, balancing life, business, and conversations with some pretty amazing people. I love to embrace the perfectly imperfect and a good cup of coffee. So let's dig in to today's episode. You are a Danish American lifestyle expert, and your book, American Cozy, is one that I bought in about two seconds. I saw it in the bookstore, and I said, I need this. (laughs) The cover alone, it was just, (laughs) it just was so amazing to me because it just signified warm and cozy. So the cover illustration alone just caught my eye. Um and it just made me feel all warm and fuzzy. and I love that. And you've written this book so well because it has so much information from clearing out clutter, to celebrations to even creating comfort in your work life, which is so amazing. So thank you so much for writing this book.
1: So oh my gosh, what's your latest book, really American Fun. Cozy is
0: about, and how it teaches us to learn the Danish concept of hygge. And I want to make sure I'm saying that right.
1: (laughs) Yes. You know, some people do Hugo with a bit of an EW. Some people do and it's awesome. So it's all good. I love
0: this whole concept. I am Swedish. So I understand the whole Scandinavian lifestyle. Um, I've been to Sweden and walked through the homes and I'm telling you, it is just so different. Um, And Oh, and I just appreciate your book and just enjoying and being present in our current lives. So can you just talk a little bit about this book?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. So this book came about after a long string of frantically done cookbooks, a long string of just a lot of go, go, going and not a yes. lot of space to digest, which is one of the things I love about Scandinavia is there. There is space, not just space in homes, but space in days. And you actually need some space to emotionally and mentally digest things, mm-hmm. um, not just food, but but other things. And I didn't have that. And I think what happens for us as humans when we don't have that digestion period Ooh. is we get really cranky. Yes. Our spans get super short, start to finally get to that whole... Is this all there is? And it's weird that we get there because we actually have more than ever, but because it's crammed into our space, see the individual bits, it just looks like a bunch of static or noise. And it's not beautiful. It's not attractive. Mm. It's repulsive. And it stresses us out because it makes us feel as if we yes. to do something. And then we go into a tonic state yes. where we're just staring <laughs> at it, getting... Yeah, the book came after that. And when I, um, my editor had spoken to me about what do you want to do? And I said, well, I want to take a break from oh, these, co- so these beautiful. beautiful cookbooks every They're fun. So fun. Um, I just need to do something that's more spacious, take some time, you know, explore. And this was something that was so uh, popular in the UK. Um, And we saw it coming over to the States. And so we thought this might be really fun to explore further. Now you say you love comfort.
0: So in the personal growth field, comfort had developed a very negative connotation. And I don't know why. And um, <laughs> so can you talk about the past negativity around this word, comfort, and why I'd you feel that was to. so misguided? And I hear you there.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, if you're in this world, too, so any of you who, who are in the coaching world or just, you know, love new age books and love, you know, law of yes. attraction, you may have come across this idea that comfort is the, the popular little saying was comfort is a co- is a velvet lined coffin. And that was repeated ad nauseum. And And it was thought that comfort was what kept us stuck. Your comfort right zone up. is what keeps you stuck. Your life is right outside a step outside your comfort zone, your comfort zone, this na, 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 you know, and um, it, I began to see comfort as a ball and chain, as as a set of um, fears that I couldn't move past. So comfort was the space in between the 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 wall of fears. Mm. So that little yard, that little backyard inside the fence of fears, was my comfort zone, and that's the way comfort was kind of played out. And I realized that for me, and for most of us, and for my grandparents, and my parents all the scandinavians i'd known is comfort was not that comfort was mm-hmm. mindfulness quiet and deep breaths and appreciating what you had and not being on that strive 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 i need to have a mercedes because my neighbor just has a new uh, jag in his yard in his driveway i need to get my kid into yale because my mm. sister's kid went to harvard it- like striving, striving, striving. I have to be this by the time I'm 40 or 50 or 60. It's the, oh, my kids are great. My life is such a gift. I love this soup. It's warm and cozy in this room. My dog yes. is so wonderful. You know, my partner is, is such a, a joy to be with. <laughs> he or she's not, yes. you know, that was, mm-hmm. you know, so I wanted, that was just such a, that was an aha moment for me that comfort was not for me was a Danish was a Swedish and Norwegian a Scandinavian thing. It wasn't that little pen that American new age growth, self-growth industry right. Right. Penned it as, you know, and I really um, love your grocery shopping
0: practice that you describe in the book. Um, and I, that really just, I always say I'm allergic to grocery shopping <laughs> because it's so overwhelming. Um, so, and, and, You hit the nail right on the head. You described it as, you know, we are so focused here in America to plan out everything and meal planning is so huge now. And personally, I feel like we're trying to plan out so much along with grocery shopping that we are missing the whole idea. And you just did talk about this. Mm -hmm. So can you describe your grocery shopping method a little bit? Because I love it. And I'm going to put that into practice today. (laughs)
1: You know, what I love your your word practice because you're right. We are. It's almost as if we're wishing our wishing that part of our life away. That the word plan, which is so beautiful. I'm a Capricorn. Oh. The Danes and the Swedes, and we're we're all such good planners. But but that whole concept of planning things weeks out almost feels as if you're you're not in the it now. So does, yes. doesn't it? Um. So <laughs> it really, yeah. I love having a freezer full of food. I do, but. Um, I love to grocery shop at quiet times. I don't go during busy times. I, I make it a a moment of my day that's full of pleasure. So for me, it's not pleasure to be around a lot of great <laughs> cranky people. So five PM is a good shop. I go in the morning, I, you know, chat with the fish department guy, I chat with the grocer the the produce guy. I I, you know, Chat with the baker, um, the, the lady behind the bakery counter. I look for what's in season. I buy what's great that day. I think about what would be really fun to make. Because I have culinary skills, it's really easy for me just to buy and make um, and not right. have to do all this planning. But I do stay in the moment. I'm not checking my phone in line. There's usually some little old lady right behind me in line who would to Don't love you love that? Oh, I love it's, that so much. It's really great yeah it's and you have some of the best conversations in the grocery store line right it's it's great yeah and and the the person working the the cashier that usually has a really you know fun take (laughs) on life they're fun to talk to you miss out on those in the moment exchanges when you're you know rushing through so I find a way to make it pleasurable that's Mm -hmm. gonna be different for each of you some of you love us, you know some of you enjoy um, certain parts of grocery shopping that I may mean, not so you plan for that so but for me it's really important to make that a part of my day go in enjoy myself come out come home enjoy the food you know, the <laughs> and then thing. start creating
0: right, enjoy the food. right. Oh, and that gosh. I mean and I think the fall brings us back in a way just to remind us for me actually well I live in um, near Boston so You know, I I can celebrate the four seasons, but I think it's so important, you know, in the fall, I start with the soups and just really enjoying the cozy and the warmth. uh, But this year, I'm really becoming mindful. And I said, okay, Alyssa, it's summer. I'm an educator. That's my other gig. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I am just love it. I said, I'm going to really enjoy the season of summer. And I started a vegetable garden this year and I'm just trying to soak it all in. And it's my second day on summer vacation. And I said, I am going to enjoy every moment. And I have your book in hand and I am using that book like my guidebook to get through the summer. I really am like, be mindful, Alyssa, organize because uh, I mean your tips just for organization alone and lighting the beeswax candles. And I have- I have been doing that for a long time and, um, you know, celebrating Fika at three o'clock and just, uh, you know, and, uh, gosh, oh, my gosh, and the, you know, I don't really dive into the pastries as much, but, um, you know, just be mindful, like it's summer and you can still light candles. And I love your tips with that and, um, just really appreciating it. So talking about comfort, you talk about comfort as a choice. And did that negativity almost, choice. that lazy connotation of the word comfort, keep you from really diving in with the concept of comfort?
1: It, it did. It did. And I think for a lot of us, um, um, you know, a lot of us are children of immigrants. We are really programmed to, again, go, go, go. And we lose sight that um, comfort is actually, you know, it can be a verb. It can be a, an, act, an active state. Um, and. For me, one of the worst things ever is to be called lazy. I really am scared of that word. So when it was connected to to comfort in the coaching industry, I just refused to allow myself to be comfort. I was so scared that if I got comfortable, even that whole term, getting comfortable, that meant being a couch potato. And I didn't want to spend my one shot on this earth. Maybe we'll be lucky enough to have two more, more, but um, this one shot on my, on this earth, just sitting around. So it was really important for me to look at that. And, and I realized that comfort for me actually was not sitting around. That's very uncomfortable for me and for most of us. So um, once I got past that and saw the whole beautiful realm of what comfort is, I was really able to sink in and enjoy it in the way right. you know, my family does. Right. So, and what helped yeah. you let go of your own
0: personal baggage around that word and move forward with this work? Oh,
1: yeah, it was a lot of oh my. God, there must be a better way. Oh, my God, I am tired of this. This feels awful. Is this all there is? And I think a lot of us, you know, I, um, I'm i now 52. And I think a lot of us hit the late 40s and 50. And for those of you who are younger, you might be feeling this too. We just feel like we're on this hamster wheel. And we, we wonder... Is this all there is? Is there more? You know, how could I enjoy what is in front of me right now without being, you know, an Uber consumer or you know having to be Instagram fabulous? Is there another way to enjoy life and and just really be in yes. the life um, without just consume, consume, consume? So it was for me. It was that. It was just a period of deep reflection and a bit of depression. Is this uh-huh. all there is? And just really realizing that my grandparents, you know, just really thinking of p- back, what was comfortable when I was young and just really noticing that that was such a beautiful thing to me and wanting to just give it a try to see if that yes. worked for me. And my, my father,
0: who is yeah. my Scandinavian side, he tells me about his grandmother uh-huh. who at three o'clock had fika. And enjoyed and always had a pot of coffee on no matter what the weather and just sat and listened and talked and had conversations. And it's so important. And I, I hear exactly what you're saying, because in some ways I feel like the world is moving so fast in many ways. Yeah. And we've lost the art of having conversation. We've lost the art of knowing what cozy is and you bring all of this back and remind us of this in your book. So Friends, you need to buy this book. It's so
1: amazing! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God! Thank you. And you know the word "cozy." Also, I just it's interesting in in how much power there is in the word "cozy." I mean, it it seems like such a lightweight word. It sure does. I know. know. (laughs) (laughs) But people, when they're comfortable, when they are comfortable, they can let go of anything yes. that's not serving them yes. when they are comfortable they are willing to listen to you instead of the the voices in their head when they are comfortable they are willing to just sink in and be part of you know humanity it's a it beautiful, is a beautiful thing. thing well are there any instances
0: when comfort is a bad thing do we get too stuck in comfort and i don't want, i don't know if i want to use the you word stuck, what? but
1: uh no no that's a great question and i i would at one time I would say to you, oh yes, comfort, you know, absolutely. But the more I study it, the more I think, no, I think that, um, If you are willing to really tap in day to day and be in the moment, you will notice that comfort for you one day might be different than it was for you yesterday. Today, comfort might actually mean you can go walking in the rain. Whereas yesterday walking in the rain was not comfortable for you. So I think as long as you can be in the moment, like our grandparents Mm -hmm. are or were, um, and know that comfort is going to change moment by moment. Your child what is comfortable for him or her might be different right now than it was this morning. Um, As long as you are flexible, which I think comfort is a flexible thing. A lot of times we think of it as rigid, but it's a comfortable, flexible thing. I think you are absolutely good. So no, I don't think real comfort is ever a bad negative limiting thing. Comfort is not limiting. That's it. Comforting is not limiting. Oh, I love that. It is not
0: limiting at all. Oh, that's such a great, thought (laughs) so many great thoughts that you have and I just love it so much and in your book you say I love how you say this having a home that supports you and nourishes your spirit will change your life that is so powerful you are so quotable (laughs) throughout the whole book I love it I'm gonna make (laughs) t-shirts no (laughs) but I'm just gonna put these little signs around my house you know I just I love it so much so what are the first few steps we should take to invite comfort and huga into our homes? So we have these listeners who just want to dive in and start.
1: Yeah. So it's really easy if you're starting on this path to want to know what to get. Right. What do right. you get? What do you do? What, what do, do you do? <laughs> right. Now, what I'm going to tell you to do, I'm going to tell you to let go, like loosen your grip, loosen your grip and let go. What in your life are you holding on to so tightly that it's actually keeping you from looking at things and being in the moment it it could be a crazy schedule does your child really need to be in travel soccer and local soccer does your you know does your husband really need to play golf every day after work and on the weekends do you really need to be heading you know three different charities and be active in two different kids ptas um do you really need to have the sofa and the love seed, and the coffee table, and all the knickknacks in your living room? Can you make some space? Where can you physically, emotionally, and intellectually, where can you make some space? Where can you get rid of 50% of your things? I love that. I love Um, that because
0: I feel like just scrolling through Instagram, and I see all of these saturated rooms, and you have to keep buying more, buying more, buying more and uh, uh dust, or, dusting, or dusting and that that means dusting dusting <laughs> dusting cleaning cleaning you know that's what i interpret it as and i fell into that trap right. i will admit it but when you get back oh, totally. and you reflect yeah so and so we we cle- okay so i'll let you
1: continue yeah so you'll know, look at yeah. every part of your life everyone don't just look at your things don't look at your physical things i mean do but look at your fridge look at your kitchen look at your living room but look at your schedules too you know, let go of 40, 50% of your things. That sounds really scary. So start small, let go of 10 or 15% and slowly work up, but um, start letting go. And then in that space, that beautiful mm. space that the Scandinavians are so good with, that's where you're going to find the moments. That's where you're going to just drop in and be present and breathe and look and watch and listen and make those moments. Invite the neighbor over for fika, mm. you know. And um, you know, look yes. at your kids at night and play with them. Um, or if you're by yourself, you take a walk or do something. Take a nap or read or do something wonderful that's not passive but is comfortable and in the moment. Um, you need some space, everyone. Americans don't have enough of it anymore. We once did. We don't now it makes you emotionally intelligent. It grounds you. It makes you happy, hopeful, productive, joy-filled, calm. Yes. It is a beautiful yes. thing. Oh, yes. I just want to
0: sit and talk to you all day. <laughs> Let's meet up and have some coffee. We should have our Fika time. Let's, do it. <laughs> we- Let's Oh, do I it. love it. Um, so what is on the
1: horizon for you? This summer is a busy summer for me because I have a child who's going to be looking at universities and conservatories in the fall. So this summer is a lot of, let's get him to this program. He needs to do pre-screened videos. He needs to do this. So I've made the decision to scale business back and the writing back, you know, to just two hours every day so I can work with him on his material. And um, in the past, I would have fit it Mm -hmm. all in and stayed up till midnight. Not going to do it anymore. There's no, there's no space there, and we all need the space. Um, so I am doing that, and I'm so excited. Um, and if anyone wants to come visit my website, they can see what I'm doing. But you'll see that it's just a very gentle daily practice of work and parenting. Yes.
0: Parenting is so important, and I mean, being able to connect with your kids and teaching them about not having to run on the hamster wheel.
1: I know the situation, um, right? It's just this, you know, go,
0: go, 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 and constantly stimulated with technology and just appreciating Mm -hmm. the outdoors. And that's what I'm focusing on with my son this summer, getting out there and he'll go and ride his bike with his friends. And I'm like, yes, we love it. My husband and I are just like, oh, he's riding his bike, you know? And back when we were younger, it's like, yeah, of course, we're riding our bikes, you know, so. It's just, we're really instilling that. (laughs) Uh,
1: Absolutely. And the fact that you have a garden and kids is amazing. That's going to really.
0: Yes. Oh, Stephanie, I
1: thank you so much
0: from the bottom of my heart for chatting with me today. And as you said, the revolution has to happen somewhere. And if we just the more we talk about it and the more we practice it, I, I think more people will, you know, hop on board, board more than before. And just, um really just soak all all of it in the HugA is a real important thing in our lives and it needs to happen it needs to be practiced daily because as you said it grounds us
1: it does and people notice that people notice when they're around a person who is grounded and they want that for themselves so you're right the revolution starts with you and with me and with all of you oh, so where can listeners get your book
0: and connect with you even more
1: so the book is in you know online booksellers like Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, and it also is in you know independent like little little oh. shops in your neighborhood. So it's everywhere. Um, and a great place to visit me is the website, and it's Peterson's Peterson spelled the. D- what? Uh, and place to come visit, see what I'm up to. We add gifts, we add things um, now and then. For those of you who have not read the book yet, if you hop on the site, you'll see a place where you can read the intro. Or if you don't like to read, (laughs) um, you you can listen to the intro. There's an audio as well. So you can
0: get a sample right there. You can listen to it, have your cup of tea or coffee or cool something or warm something and just light a candle and listen away and you're going to start this adventure I'm telling you it is amazing so thank you so much Stephanie
1: thank you thank you Alyssa
0: talking with Stephanie today was just like talking to an old friend and that's what you're going to feel too when you read her book you're going to get so many amazing tips to help you reach Huga, starting today So if you'd like to get into contact with her and see her work, she's also published several cookbooks, go to Stephanie Peterson, that is spelled P-E-D-E-R-S-E-N dot com. Until next time, friends, thanks for listening.